the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of the Wall Street Business Network, this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be treated as legal, tax, or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. The Wall Street Business Network presents Rob Black and Your Money, your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finances, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800 516 1220. So call in, we'll chat, and uh, have some fun. Now, to start your day with the latest news and market commentary, here's Rob Black on the Wall Street Business Network. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Apple had pretty good numbers, um, up 7% year over year in earnings, uh, revenue of $75.9 billion, up 2% year over year. They did get hit with about an $8 billion currency change, um, which was obviously negative. Uh, 74.8 million iPhones, which was kind of the expectation was for about 75 million at the beginning of the quarter was much higher. Um, average selling price, $690 on the iPhone. Whoa, right? Not a lot of conversation about the watch. Services were pretty good. Um, analyst, you know, one analyst at Barclays has $142 target on it from 150 Thinking the iPhone franchise can firmly step up from tough comps heading into the second half of 2016. Credit Suisse is bullish. They've got a $140 target on what's now a low 90 stock. Um, the iPhone business may enter a period of decline with its March quarter guidance. Um, but again, everyone's talking about the phone. So a lot is weighing on the iPhone 7 at this point in time. Let's talk a little real estate with Tony Mendez. A little real estate with Bay Area Loan Sources. Tony Mendez. Joining us today, Tony Mendez with BayAreaLoanSource.com. He's my personal mortgage lender. He's done a couple refis for me, a couple purchases as well. Um, on top of that, he could do home equity lines of credit. He's a mortgage lender. Tony, let's talk about arms. And I'm not talking about the things with fingers at the end. I'm talking about adjustable rate mortgages. Mm -hmm. um, they got a lot of people into trouble because they're buying too much house in the 2000s, and they were using adjustable rate mortgages to get the lowest right. possible mortgage rate. So they kind of have a bad name. They yeah, still it, have that name. And unfortunately, the bad loan, the NEGAM loan or negative amortization loan, was tied to ARMS. Okay. And that's why ARMS got a bad rap. ARMS have a great use in the, in the market, primarily because they have a shorter or a lower interest rate than a 30-year fixed. And you can almost conform that to the time frame that you're going to stay in the property. 
Uh, a, a lot of investors use them as well because it can improve their cash flow. So there's a great use for arms, but it's not for everybody. Um, we did get that bad rap over the last few years, uh, starting in 2007, you know, kind of 2008, and it scared a lot of people away. We arm usage in the Bay Area dropped below 5%. Okay. Historically in the Bay Area, it's as high as 40%. Right now we're sitting about 19%. So it is creeping back up, um, and we're also seeing rates rising on the 30-year fix. So people are going to start gravitating towards the arm. Um, but before you do, make sure it fits what you need. Now, what's that mean? It means, it, it, is it going to fit your timeline? Are okay. you aware of the risks involved? Do you even know how an arm works? Uh, do you know what the index is? Do you know what the margin is? Okay, so there's all so many let's things that the, people... Let's start with the time. Adjustable rate mortgage comes in... Terms. Three, three years, mm-hmm. One year, years, three year, five year, seven year, ten year terms. Okay. Um, and based on what's going on in the bond market and the treasuries, will determine whether or not the five year might be priced better than seven. But no matter what, it's got to fit your time frame. Because if you stay in your house longer than that fixed term, you're going to risk that rate becoming what they call fully adjustable. And it'll adjust to the index that the arm is tied to, or the rate is tied to, which is the margin, and the index combined together. So you could be tied to an index that's fluctuating dramatically by the time you become adjustable, and your rate could drop, uh, increase significantly, which oh. would raise your, your, and your mortgage payment goes up. So if you're a Facebook engineer, if you're an engineer and like you're 20-something, there's a good chance, like you may want to go to New York in ten years. You may like an arm might be appropriate if you right. think you're going to be kind of a traveling cowboy, right? Take your business elsewhere. Yeah, and and for those people who are going, oh, arms are we're not promoting arms. We're promoting arms as a um, as an alternative to the 30-year fix to help you save money. Yep. We've run scenarios, and I know you know this person personally, where. They saved $25,000 over a five-year period because they decided to take an arm instead, and they were going to get a large inheritance where they're going to pay off the house and, and stay in the house. So there are other scenarios in which case this will use um, it, 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 the best use. But, yeah, for the example of the person that's going to be moving or a person that's young, they, they say, you know, this is my starter home. I'm going to sell it, build some equity. Why would you get a 30-year fixed at a rate that's 1% higher? You're you're paying on a $400,000 loan. That's, that's almost – $3,000 a year more. Why would you pay $3,000 a year more when you know you're going to be selling your house before this loan becomes uh, adjustable? And I think so the, the easiest example of this is 30-somethings who are just getting married before they have kids. They should probably get a seven-year arm if they think as a couple we're trying to have kids, we're actively going to make babies, um, and we're going to need a bigger home down the road. We're going to have to sell this home. An arm, seven-year arm yeah. is perfect for them. Yeah, and, and again, it, it's difficult to hear actually hear you saying this because you've been pretty conservative as far as what you advise people to do or, or suggest people to do. 30-year fix was great when it was at 3.5%. It's great when it's 4%. It's great when it's 45 But as rates go up, you're just going to start seeing the arms are the only way that you can get a rate that's uh, uh, and payment that's going to be manageable. How much, lower, how much lower can someone pay? I know a 15-year mortgage is a lower rate than a 30-year mortgage. Right. Because the bank's going to get their money sooner. Right. Is the basic idea. And they can t- track it to the 10-year treasury versus the 30-years. Right. Um, and they don't have to adjust as much for inflation in the way they're getting their money back. We've got about a minute left. How much lower can people expect a 7-year and a 5-year adjustable rate mortgage to be in this current market? About three three quarters of a percent. Okay, so like a, maybe a four percent would be down to three and a quarter. If a thirty years at four percent, you're talking about 
an arm being a three it, it depends also depends on the, the length of the term and and what's pricing better and that's something that you just have to sit down with your and look at your credit score look at the equity and see what works you have to run the same scenario it's not always going to work for everybody but it can work for some people um, again the, the basic rule is when rates are low you get the, th- the longest fixed term you can usually 30 year um, and arms when rates are going up it's obviously a complex scenario. You do need to talk with a mortgage lender. You do need to run scenarios. If they're not running scenarios for you, they should. You can find Tony at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, and it's time to give away. I'm Rob Black. It's time to give away tickets. Ding, 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 ding to the San Jose Barracuda. Um, I want to give away a four pack, or I could do two sets of two. It's up to the you know the callers who call in. Um, 800-516-1220. It is a pre. February 14th game. It's the February 13th game against San Antonio Rampage. So pre-Valentine's Day, I highly recommend, highly recommend uh, enjoying the pre-Valentine Day festivities. Um, You get a parking pass as well. The tickets are for the San Jose Barracuda Saturday, February 13th at 1.15. It's an afternoon game. If I can give it to a family of four, that would be great. So we have four tickets. All you need to do is call 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220 to get those tickets. Caller receives tickets and a free parking pass. You can learn more about the San Jose Barracuda at sjbarracuda.com. Um, <clears throat> I was at the game this past Friday. I got to, or this past Saturday, I got to drop the puck. Got to meet Eric Lindquist, the voice of the SJ Barracuda. Very, very cool. Good uh, radio partner. So we have sports here on KDOW that go with our business. Uh, programming, and if you've never seen an amateur hockey league game, it is top notch. I think amateur baseball is okay. It's still a good day out with the family, but amateur hockey, it is top notch competitive. You can uh, learn more at sjbarracuda.com. That's sjbarracuda.com. I'm Rob Black talking all things finance, money, investing, and more. Don't forget, I got a big event coming up Thursday evening. You can sign up for it at uh, robblackshow.com, Thursday in Palo Alto at robblackshow.com. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money on Rob Black. Markets are slightly lower, eh, slightly to go, eh, but they're pretty well off at this point in time. SP 500's down about two thirds of one percent. The Dow down about one percent. The Nasdaq down one point two percent. Obviously, Apple weighing on results down five percent today. Not doing a, a great job of uh, surprising to the upside. Great quarter. Companies would be jealous to have the most profitable quarter of all time, but not good enough. Massive cash hoard. What will they do with it is a big question. Let's bring in Michelle Lerman (coughs) from Lerman Law. Uh, We will be doing an event together tomorrow night in Palo Alto, uh, tied towards income in retirement. What will you be speaking about, Michelle? 
We're going to focus on changes in the law, making sure that everybody has their plan updated for 2016. There have been so many changes in the law. We're going to review that. We're going to review some income tax issues. People think of estate planning and they think of estate tax, but they don't often think of income tax. So people want to leave their money in the most efficient way possible, and that's what we're going to talk about. What are some of these changes in the law that you speak of? Well, a huge change that we've been talking about for a while, and it's amazing how many families still haven't haven't changed their plan, is that now married couples can leave over $10 million free of estate tax, and yet many couples still have these outdated plans with traditional bypass trusts. Uh, and I'm going to explain what a bypass trust is, what a trust is, but the bottom line is that the plan just isn't updated for current law and could actually increase income taxes. What other uh, laws are out there that people need to be, th- or what other issues do couples need to be thinking of if they're thinking estate planning Yeah, issues? well, a huge one concerns retirement plans because an IRA or 401K is not governed by a trust or a will. And oftentimes people don't realize that, and they don't realize the importance of what you put on your, it's called a beneficiary designation form. So there have been some recent cases, some of the cases actually surprised us, and we're going to review them. One dad named his son on the beneficiary designation form. Sounds good so far. The problem is that the dad had two other kids also. And so the dad told the son, when I die, I'm going to name you, and I want you to give it to your sibling. So this honorable son goes ahead, writes a check to the siblings for their third, so two-thirds giving it away. The problem was that the IRS taxed him on 100% of the IRA as income to him. (laughs) So he was not a happy son. We see that often where I guess generations start playing around with the money where the the children will take mom and dad's inheritance and start slicing it up and dicing it up. And, you know, I ran into this myself in this calendar year where I had a, you know, uh, a brother who wanted my mom's house, and we, when we put her in a home, we had to flat out say no to him. What's a good approach for family members to say, you know, cash versus assets, um, now versus later? Do we wait for mom to die? Do we not wait for mom to die? When sometimes the good could be used in, when they can actually see it. Yeah, well, there's two good reasons to wait until mom dies. One is that it's the right thing to do because, you know what, mom, they need the money. And no one should have an outright entitlement to an inheritance. That needs to be used for mom. So if mom can't afford to do away with assets, mom shouldn't do away with assets. So that's the first reason is that oftentimes it's the right thing to do. The other reason is, and I'm only referring to small estates where there's not going to be an estate tax. I represent clients with, with millions and millions and, and over the $10 million exemption, and we do gifting and sales and lots of aggressive planning. But I'm talking for the more modest estate. The other reason, keep it in mom's estate because she's going to get something that's very valuable upon her death, and that's called a step-up in income tax basis. And that's going to be very, very valuable. And if you transfer an asset before mom dies, you're losing that valuable step up in income tax basis. And we'll go into that more, what that is, what that means. But the bottom line, it means more money, better, efficient tax planning to get that step up in income tax basis. 
I completely am at fault at not having a great estate plan. I keep putting it off, keep putting it off. Um, I have an okay state estate plan, but not a great one. Are there good plans versus great ones, in your opinion? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and one thing that you might want to consider is just having a simple, durable power of attorney that allows someone that you trust, you completely, completely trust, to create a trust for your benefit and the benefit of your family and or to, to allow someone to modify your beneficiary designation forms. And that way, if you haven't done it, that way it can be... Uh, it can be corrected by someone that has legal authority to do that. Anything else that you want to talk that you're going to talk about maybe tomorrow evening at the big show in Palo Alto? A lot of people have kids. We're going to talk about how to properly protect kids. We're going to talk about lifetime trust. Uh, most people would agree 18 is not a good age for kids to inherit a lot of money. But what people may not know is that even 30 or 35 may not be the best age to give it to them outright. It's often better to leave it in a trust for your kids. And at 30 or 35, let your kids be the trustee of an ongoing protection trust for their lifetime. So we're going to have lots to talk about. I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks very much. That's Michelle Lerman. You can find her at LermanLaw.com. Or meet her tomorrow night at the Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar in Palo Alto. 6.30 to 9, I will be there. She will be there. CFP Chad Burton will be there at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge on El Camino. You need to sign up at newfocusfinancial.com or robblackshow.com. There's a little link. Um, lots to cover. Tax-efficient investing, Social Security benefits, outliving your savings, um, Various forms of income in retirement, whether it be stocks or bonds or alternatives, uh, many of those will be hit. So sign up for that event at robblackshow.com. Now, markets are getting hit today. A couple of pieces of news out there. Single-family home sales surged in December. The latest indication that the housing sector remains on firmer footing despite a massive stock market sell-off and a slowing economic growth inside the data. McDonald's is experimenting with chocolate fries. I know, you heard it right, chocolate fries. In Japan, so you'd have to go to Japan to get such deliciousness, right? Um, but it, again, it, it constantly shows you product. You have to compare chocolate fries, or you have to know chocolate fries are the same as the iPhone. Now, the iPhone makes a lot more money, than chocolate fries do, but the McChaco potato, French fries with chocolate sauce, no, I like the McChaco potato, I'm Rob Black, find me online at robblackshow.com, that's robblackshow.com. She said to get better, so I put a bullet where I should have put a helmet and I crashed my car cause I want to get carried away, that's why I'm standing on the
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Lots to talk about with Apple. Tim Cook basically admitted that the price of iPhones is too expensive for the world when you have oil prices plummeting in Russia, in China, in India, in Brazil, around the world. Oil is something that creates a lot of wealth for the rest of the world. Um, he had basically admitted that one of the reasons iPhone sales are in decline is Apple's policy of trying to charge the highest prices. This is the heart of the problem for Apple this year. Cook has tried to raise prices while admitting that consumers indeed um, are suffering from extreme conditions in their economies. He's called out China, Brazil, Russia, Japan, Canada, Southeast Asia, Australia, Turkey as having been hurt by slowing economic growth. So now you see why the price of oil is important. You see a real-world case. Apple analysts, for their part, they're still pretty bullish. Um... You know, a couple of ratings went down. FBR went from $150 price target down to $130, saying Apple delivered a respectable uh, quarter. Uh, generally hit in the streets bogey, which was 75 million iPhone unit number. Clearly, Cook and company have a few tough quarters ahead until they get to the buildup around I, uh, the, I, uh, the iPhone 7. Apple's been in the position before, although pressure is building for Cook to show success outside the core iPhone DNA. So um, the company's got $200 billion plus of cash. So the cash alone makes you move the price of the stock higher. Um, but you just don't see a lot of growth. So a hyper-growth company became a growth company probably about three years ago. And now that growth company is becoming an income company when you're going, yeah, they've got $200 billion of cash. And you're not really talking about the super cool iPhone 7 with the amazing camera coming. The new camera module will offer better pictures according to reports. The iPhone 7 will have dual lenses. Apple might be creating a premium version of the premium iPhone. Apple's been rumored to be looking at new camera technology for a while. Uh, So that's out there. Throwing that out as far as, uh, you know, again, the analysts, they all kind of see about 130 as a price target. But most of that, again, is what everyone's loving is how much cash that they have. And they had the most profitable quarter ever, but just no revenue growth. And that's a bit of a problem, to say the least. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Talk a little financial planning with CFP Chad Burton. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. How are you, Mr. Burton? Great. So let's talk about the small stuff in yeah. financials arena. Don't sweat the small stuff. Should you sweat the small stuff or don't sweat the small stuff? Well, yeah, and this is really in terms of estate planning because the stuff in the middle is pretty easy to deal with. Pretty straightforward, right? What's the middle? You know, your your basic wealth. Okay. If you if you have a living trust and you're titling the house the right way, your retirement accounts, your taxable accounts, your taxable accounts get titled into the name of the trust, which is still your social security number. There's no tax but for doing that. It just bypasses probate. But it's kind of the big things and the, and the really little things. The big things are meaning that if you're a single person, you're over 5.34 million now. You have an estate tax problem. Okay. Married, 10.68, right? Okay. So it's those problems, and then the ones, the little ones. It's it's the things that catch an estate up for the longest period of time, like what to do with mom's wedding ring when she passes. Keep it. 
well, pocket who, who gets to pawn keep it? it. There's, there's it. three daughters. Who gets no. to keep it, right? How about you cut it off her dead hand and sell it? <laughs> well, Is that know, the right answer? You know the story on that one. So, I do know the story yeah, on that one. I've told that a million times between my, uh, for my aunt and my, my uh, great aunt died and my mom's sister wanted to pull the wedding ring off the finger. Who does? Who at death. Like who, like who wants that? The body's still warm, and they want to pull the. And she asked my mom to do it. Do <laughs> you think that's romantic? Because I I clearly don't care about rings. And like if my dad died with his college football ring on, I'd be like, eh, I'd go to the grave with him. Yeah. So do you think? See, I'm not romantic. Do you think you have to be romantic to want memorabilia like that? You do. I think there's a, a little bit of narcissism involved. So when I see this in families. It, it always comes back down to uh, the people that you would say, okay, that, that's kind of a narcissistic person. Maybe they're, you know, on Facebook doing selfies all the time. If you heard this whole Facebook selfie and the, the mental disorder that comes along with it, if if you point to all the, the problems, it's usually those people that are a bit narcissistic that always believe that they had the closer relationship with mom or dad or the aunt. Those are the ones that put up the huge fights that hold up estates for years at a time for a small item. The, you know piece of furniture, Christmas ornaments. Um, there was one where it was a, a wealthy family that liked to hunt, and it was a uh, oh, it, some sort of a grinder that ground meat. Sausage, yeah. yeah, sausage grinder. Um, that was a nine-month process to f- figure out who got that instead of just continuing to share it, it like they always had. And they couldn't go to Cabela's and get their own. <laughs> exactly. Which but is, it was passed down multiple generations, so instead of just keeping it in the family and, and keeping it in one spot or – transferring it from one place to the other, where they all hunt in the same place anyway. Instead, they no longer talk because of one stupid item. So the opposite of your story is my story is my mother. She's getting up there in age. She should be dead, but she's been living with a stroke for 15 years. Um, I was like, can I have your rocking chair and can I have your frying pan? And she said, yeah. And I, that's my estate. That's her, that's her estate planning with me. Yeah. And I'll let my brothers, you know, what if they want to fight over it, fight over whatever they want to fight over. Money possessions, house. I don't want any of it. I got I got my childhood memory of my mom's frying pan. <laughs> I remember walking into my stepmother's grand my stepmother's house in Black Butte, Oregon. And we, we went in there for our annual summer trip and there were sticky notes all over everything and it had a person's name on it. Oh no. And she was she was getting older. Yeah, it's morbid. It was pretty morbid. Yeah. Because we were all there and she'd kind of forgotten that she'd done it. <laughs> so there were sticky notes all over all these items. And uh, I'm like, my name's not on anything. <laughs> Did you start writing chat and replacing sticky notes? <laughs> exactly. Or the one near the safe, the one on the car. It was stuff that really wasn't worth a lot anyways. But Did we cover what we needed to cover? Well, it is the small stuff. So, you know, you can have a living trust and you deal with the bigger things, but you also have to think about the smaller things. Okay. The wedding rings, the smaller things that you can, you know, have a letter along with your will and trust um, me, I'm just going to say, sell everything, liquidate it, split the cash. Yeah, and that's what I think is the smart thing to do. Because mm-hmm. I've seen families destroyed over one grandfather that I know gave the granddaughter a lot, but gave his son nothing. And then gave his daughter everything, but gave the granddaughter nothing. Yeah. And they all hate each other. And, and, and keeping a track of these family items, you get families where they get a loan for a house for one daughter, and then not for the son, and then those things don't get... Know, written, yeah. yeah, down, and so people get angry at the end. Yeah, I've seen that one too. And it's like, okay, so I'm gonna get mom's house, but you get two hundred thousand dollars now. They go off and spend that two hundred thousand, and they're bitter that they didn't get the house. Yeah. yeah, get everything in writing and be respectful. And about give it. a lot while you're alive. You kind of get a lot of 
Yeah. It, it feels charitable good. angle. Yeah, feels good. Feeling good, charitable angle. What are you trying to make up for? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Fast lives? I don't know. <laughs> I think he did something in high school or college that you don't want to admit. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, with that being said, you could. that's Chad Burton, newfocusfinancial.com. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. He's a CFP. Um, check out his website. There's a lot of great downloads there, New Focus Financial. Big event coming up tomorrow night, Palo Alto Income and Retirement Planning Seminar. You can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. It's a way for you to support the show is by showing up and you know showing us your face and saying hello. Um, I hate a lot of things. I'm probably one of the most miserable people you know on radio. In person, I'm pretty calm and relaxed. But on radio, I, I hate a lot of things. Like, I hate Deepak Chopra. Now, who in their right mind can hate Deepak Chopra? I can hate Deepak Chopra. Um, I hate everything about the man. Author, public speaker, alternative medicine advocate. Um, he shot to fame on the Oprah Winfrey show. And basically everyone who shot to fame on the Oprah Winfrey show, I pretty much so hate. Particularly Dr. Phil, who's not a psychiatrist nor a psychologist. Oh, no, he's a doctor in sports medicine. Um, and yet he gives people life advice and tries to get into their head. But back to Deepak Chopra. Um, I find him revolting. Anytime someone tries to give you life advice, whether it be tied towards money, whether it be tied towards you know investing, um, it, it it's a sticky path, right? He's now out talking about how uh, the genome, the super gene, the super gene. Oh, I'm already laughing, right? Um, you'll say things like, I feel like a slacker. I only have nine New York Times bestsellers. Um, he just, what he does is he markets to dumb people. So if you're a Deepak Chopra fan, you kind of know what I think about you. Um, he's now given advice on how your body deals with fat. Again, keep in mind, absolutely no schooling in this. He's just talking out loud and people tend to listen. Um, so it kind of offends me. And what, what offends me even more is that good people lose good dollars to it. It's like 98% of all vitamins that you take instantly go into your urine and do you no good. And yet you'll spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on it because it's a billion-dollar industry. Uh, but Deepak Chopra is saying, bacteria listen to our thoughts. Hmm. Okay. If that doesn't offend you that... Your niece, nephew, your cousin, your aunt, your uncle, someone's throwing good money at that kind of crap. You can find more about me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Big event coming up tomorrow night in Palo Alto at the Elks Lodge, tied towards income and retirement. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Was I your hit and run? Left for dead and now you're gone.
You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW and iHeart Radio Station. Here's an unusual story. MySpace, their founder, has offered to pay Tim Linscombe's salary of the giant signed him. The once great, not now so great um, pitcher. He's a free agent. Maybe he signs elsewhere. Probably, actually, he will. Giants don't have much room for him as it is seen at this point in time. But the former MySpace CEO, Tom Anderson, said uh, he'd pay a salary. How funny is that? I don't know. To me, that just just sounds odd. Um, Is he for real? Could you ever imagine that happening? Um, I suppose. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. We can talk about new Single-family home sales jump in the United States. These are brand-new homes. Um, There's a supply problem of homes, and it's keeping the housing market afloat, even while the stock market and the economy struggle a bit. The economy not so much yet. The stock market's saying down the road that it should be struggling. We will pay attention to that, no doubt about that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Lots of volatility, it seems, again, tied towards oil. Oil prices are in the mix as a market driver on a day-by-day basis. So when they're down 2%, the market's down. We saw oil inventories increase by 11.4 million barrels in the latest week. That's the largest weekly increase since 1996. We got plenty of it. Again, tied towards supply and demand, too much of it. Apple's relatively disappointing earnings report and guidance weighing on the market today. China's industrial profits declining 4.7% year over year. And they experienced the first annual decline down 2.3% since 2000. We have a wait-and-see stance on Wall Street about what the Fed Open Market Committee is going to say in their directive that they released day at 2 Eastern time. So 11 Pacific time. Boeing didn't help the slowdown concerns out there. The aircraft manufacturer said earnings, uh, they have to warn about 2016 on the heels of better than expected fourth quarter results. Uh, Norfolk Southern, choo-choo. They came up short of analyst average expectations, hurt by a 6% decline in traffic volume. U.S. Steel warned for 2016, and so did VMware. Biogen topped expectations, and they issued inline guidance. They're moving higher on that note. What's interesting about a Biogen is they're coming up with drugs that we need. Okay. Drugs are bad, except for the drugs that you take for your health uh, that are manufactured. And a lot of our science that Pfizer and Merck have used in the past 100 years is molecular-based, whereas... uh, The biotech companies are more DNA-based, genetic-based at this point in time. Um, And you're seeing a switch there. Uh, So the growth of molecular science versus genetic and DNA and sequencing, you can see where the torch is being passed. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, Dow Falls, 150 at one point. Um, Apple and Boeing are weighing ahead on the Fed. 150 is kind of a big number for people. They look at it, and they're a little bit like, whoa. Um, Apple's Tim Cook says iPhone sales will grow again, but investors really don't believe it. I'm an Apple product guy, and I own shares of Apple. I've got the Apple TV. I've got a Mac. Um, my personal opinion is like I like the ecosystem, and I'm not saying it's a better ecosystem than Google. I just had to make a decision. Let's go with an ecosystem. Let's stick with it. Um, so if you have kids, for instance, and you buy all the Star Wars movies, they'll be on all your devices, whatever you want them on your devices, and you don't have to pay for them a quote-unquote second time. Jim Cramer is talking about you know, the stock market on a regular basis and oil. Um, he talked a little bit about Apple. He says, don't trade the stock. You want to own the stock. He thinks we're going to get an iPhone 7 upgrade later this year. And he sees terrific catalyst for buying the stock tied towards their cash resource. He thinks $216 billion gives the company plenty of chances to buy back stock and boost the dividend. The company could also develop a new revenue stream, such as buying a company like Harman International, uh, trying to become you know, the mobile brain of cars. Um, it's possible that the market could shift its attention away from individual companies and back to oil in the next couple of days. We do have earnings season, and Facebook's going to report numbers tonight. So we're going to keep an eye on that. Taking a look at the market, you know, update summary. You've got falling oil prices after bearish inventory data. Too much supply. Investor caution ahead of that Fed open market committee meeting. Consumer staples, utilities, and telecom doing well today. Things that we have to have. So this is a very defensive day. Uh, weakness seen in energy, technology, and consumer discretionary things that we don't have to have. Um, the iShares NASDAQ biotech ETF is higher today. So Wall Street saying people have to wipe their butts after they poop. So we'll invest in, Kim, in Kimberly Clark and, and consumer staple companies. Wall Street saying, you know, we know that people still will use their phones, so we're investing in telecom services like AT&T and Verizon. Uh, utilities, people have to, you know, it's cold spells coming. People obviously have to pay their utility bills or that you, or you get cut off, right? So um, so Wall Street's taking a very cautious stance on that. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I will be in Palo Alto. Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar, January 28th. That's tomorrow night. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. There's downloadable on the ten actual pillars if you want to read what they are before we talk about them. You can sign up for the event at newfocusfinancial.com. It's tomorrow night. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com in Palo Alto. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.